Alrighty, what is going on everyone? What is cooking? Well, today we're not talking about barbecue because today is Saturday, January 30th, 2021. It's Script Writing Saturdays. Yep, this is Script Writer Steve and today we are talking everything that has to do about screenwriting or stories or movies. So today I'm not going to really focus on screenwriting. I want to focus on a movie that I finally saw. It's Mulan. <laughs> it was there right on my Disney Plus to watch you know, link there, and I finally scrolled over and said, you know, I'll give it a chance. I watched it. I'll give you my two cents right after these messages. Okay, I am back. Wow, that introduction was really quick, wasn't it? It actually ran about 36 seconds, and I think the commercial for Anchor runs about close to a minute. So, so I guess, you know, this podcast is going to be very short, people, because I just want to rant on about Mulan, all right? Now, I first saw the trailers of Mulan before, I think it was pre-COVID, and I thought, well, that looked pretty cool. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing a live-action Mulan. I, you know, I wish they'd just keep it as a cartoon. I hate that they're making everything live-action again. It's really not as good as a cartoon. Do we really have to make, you know, you know live-action movies of cartoons and then remake everything that was already remade already? We're actually remaking remakes already. That is, I mean, that's insane. I wish Disney or anyone would just come up with, I guess, brand new ideas. I mean, oh well, oh well, I, I can go on for that forever. So anyway, on the Mulan was a very, I guess it was a very political movie in a way because a lot of people on the right didn't like it and a lot of people on the left didn't like it. The people on the right said, oh, it was filmed in this place where they tortured Muslims and killed Muslims. And that's true. It was. And uh, that's not very good. And then at the end, they, they gave credit to all of these, um, these uh, Chinese, I guess the Chinese regime, which also is not very good because that Chinese regime is being very, it's a very oppressive regime. Uh, but then again, Disney wants to if they make this film. They say, hey, you know, we have to satisfy the Chinese because we want to distribute it in China. There's a lot of money in China. So we have to be, you know, as politically correct as we can with the Chinese who tend to be very offended. Uh, they, they get very, very offended. The Asian culture gets very, very offended because they're very image-oriented. And, um, you know, they're very... Image and culture has a lot to do with the Asian culture. They have to look good. Yeah, you know, you can't embarrass them. Don't talk bad about them. Uh, that's as like, you know, it's as much as like if you insult the, how they look or anything, it's just basically the equivalent of shooting them with a gun. On the left, you had them screaming cultural appropriation. You know, left and right, and I, I just hate that too. You know, cultural appropriation this, cultural appropriation that, and okay, you, you know, you, you can't dress this way because you're not fully Asian or fully Chinese. And they were saying, oh, there's not enough Asians or Chinese people working in the production staff. And, and you know, do you have to hire, like, you know, Asians to write this and everything like that? I mean, shoots, I'm an Asian screenwriter. I didn't get hired, but again, I'm not, you know, in that in that industry anymore but um still yet yeah, I, I really don't care i just make a good movie and, and here's the thing i <laughs> i didn't watch it it was on my queue and um i didn't watch it because i just didn't think it looked good it, i thought it just looked cheesy and um but here's the thing when i did watch it finally today um it wasn't that bad it really wasn't that bad. The, the dialogue was a little cheesy. You know, it felt like, uh, it, it felt like um, I guess, you know, I guess uh, um, the way, I, I, I guess how China, they think Chinese will speak uh, English. 
So the English was a little broken, and the fact is that you actually had real Chinese speaking English, but the dialogue wasn't that great, and I'm not sure if they they made it that way so that um that that these Chinese actors could actually uh I guess you know speak English lines or it, it wasn't just it was it was a little dumbed down you know the dialogue, but I I really didn't have a problem with that, um and I didn't really have, really have a problem with you know Mulan you know being on the side of the Chinese. Um, and, and there were some really touching moments in there where I thought, oh, wow, that's really sweet. And, 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 you know, it's really nice. And, you know, it gave me like, uh, kind of like, uh, I guess warm and fuzzy feeling here and there, which is kind of expected. You know, it's kind of like when you watch Toy Story movies or Monster Inc., those little, like, you know, little, like, uh, fuzzy dovey, fuzzy dovey type of, like, you know, moments and all that. So I had those moments in there. Uh, but overall, uh, what my main problem is that it really didn't, you know, Mulan is, uh, I'm not sure if they figured out who the audience was for. So if it's for children, you know, Mulan, they would be very bloody, right? So she's out there with swords and she's stabbing people, but there's no blood. And she's out there, you know, you know, going with hand-to-hand combat and with all of these, like, you know, just huge wars. And it's just, you know, it, there, there was nobody, there was just no blood at all. I don't think I saw one drop of blood. And, and, um, and that's the thing. Like, if you're going to make it a children's movie, you can't have any, you know, blood in there. But then, you know, these wars, these, these fighting scenes seem kind of, kind of almost kiddish in a way. But then you have some really good actors like Jason Scott Lee in there, who's from Hawaii. And he was in Dragon, by the way. So this guy knows, he trained in Jeet Kune Do really well. He knows, he knows martial arts really well. And, um, <laughs> And uh, you know you don't you don't have you have these great fight scenes and no blood, and it's kind of like hmm, what you know to me I think it would have been better if they would have made if they would have made Mulan just a lot more dark you know um, the, the struggle of herself uh, a lot more dark then they could say this is a rated R Mulan and then you could get like a lot more blood the scenes could be a lot more realistic and I think that would be a lot a lot better and by the way the story of Mulan. Um, the original Mulan um, isn't, you know, canon with the folklore of the Chinese Mulan, uh, but this Mulan is actually more in line with it, even though it, it does take a little, I guess, a, a liberties here and there, but it is more in line with the original, I guess, what what uh, folklore is passed down, or what we know is Chinese, what the, that folklore of Mulan is, versus the cartoon Mulan. But this Mulan is not like the cartoon Mulan, now, just to let you know. So... But anyway, with that being said, you know, who cares what, you know, what's canon or anything in folklore? This is a Disney movie and they always never go with the folklore anyway and they just write their own stuff. <laughs> but it wasn't, you know, I would say if you have Disney Plus, it's it's actually worth watching. It's not bad. It's not, you know, it's not over-sexualized at all, too. And it deals in a lot of, they tiptoe around a lot of like, a lot of, uh, I guess, you know, elements that could actually be sexualized very, very easily, but it's not. So I guess it's really safe for kids to watch, which is great too. Uh, it's not a musical, which is kind of interesting, which, which is good. But I just really feel that it should have, it should have had an R rating to it. So it could have, you know, these fight scenes could be a lot more realistic. Uh, you know, what's really a lot more fun than, than the movie is uh oh, before I give before I tell you like uh before I comment on that I give this movie a solid you know C plus you know it's almost good uh it you know um I I, I just feel that 
it could have been pushed a lot further. If it had an R rating, then they could have they could have made it a lot better. I don't think this is good as a children's movie. It's okay as a children's cartoon because you're dealing with, you know, in cartoons you can kind of get away with violence not being bloody. But in, when you have live action, things get bloody. You know, that's just the way it is. And if you're going to have hand-to-hand combat with swords and spears in a war fighting scene, well, there's going to be a lot of blood. There's going to be a lot of dead bodies out there. There's going to be a lot of bloodshed and you have none of that. And so you have to really try to dumb down the fight scenes and that, you know, that just isn't cool. Um, now, as far as the, the quality of the, quality of the fight scenes, it's, it's, it's okay. It's not the best martial arts, but it's okay. It looks like, you know, that flying dragon hidden cow movie. It's pretty much the same. You know, if, if that movie didn't, if this movie would have come out before then, people would have, would have been saying, wow, look at all that high wire flying type of kung fu. Um, but this is like, yeah, it seems, yeah, it seems like the same as, same as all kung fu movies are happening these days. You know, with the, with the wire flying and somersaults and sword fighting and, you really can't cut up anyone with a sword, apparently, when you do Kung Fu. You have to just, you're better off punching them or kicking them. If you notice that, you can always block all the sword fightings, but you can always get a punch or kick in there or a throw. It's kind of weird. <laughs> and they also have a, 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 a Jedi moment, you know, a Star Wars Jedi moment when the, the, the two swords clash and they both look at each other. That's what they do in, you know, uh, Star Wars all the time. <laughs> kind of right out of Star Wars. But... Okay, back with that. Back to what I was talking about. What's more fun than actually watching the movie is reading the previews on this. And I swear, there are people who are triggered on both sides of the, the spectrum, and they are just... <laughs> they don't even care about the, the plot of the movie being bad or the screenwriting being bad. All they care about is there's not enough Asians, right? Asian screenwriters. There's not enough, you know, it, you know, you have, there's not enough Asian this, Asian that. And all these Asian Americans are saying, oh, yeah, they feel so offended. Why do you have to be so offended for? You know? And they're all, I'm so offended, hashtag trending. So they always, they always have to put a hashtag in there because when they're offended, they have to let everyone else know that on Instagram or everyone that they're, they're uh, you know, they're, they're victims of, you know, Asian, I guess, a cultural appropriation, and they want to trend. They have to have it trend. So they, they do a hashtag and whatever's trending. Stupid. Completely stupid. <laughs> so, well, I, you know, I wanted to read something here. Let's see here. Um, this is really, really funny here. Uh, hold on really quick. I'm going to scroll down, scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. Uh, I can't. Where is it? Oh, here we go. Um, what's most interesting is that this film does empower both women and men in a way that Mulan embraces, embraces her femininity and her masculinity. You know, she is neither male or female. Mulan is a tomboy, a failed bride. In other words, not feminine, yet she is feminine. This is a review. They're pushing wokeness in a review. <laughs> what is she? Is she gender fluid? Is Mulan gender fluid? Why don't they come out and say Mulan is gender fluid, right? Oh, she's not feminine. She's not masculine. No, she's not this. And I think Disney was quite trying to push that in this movie too. So they're kind of right. They're trying to cater toward this, you know, this new younger crowd who have no who I guess, you know, I guess has no idea if they're male or female. They're like, oh yeah, Mulan's just like me. I don't know if I'm male or female. And that's only a small portion of our entire culture by the way here in america and, and the entire world there's only a very small minority 
of people who are like non-binary or transgender, uh, the majority are, you know, identify as either male or female. But, you know, you don't have to go to this, you know, to write a script to say, and then turn Mulan into someone who's kind of gender fluid. And I, I was kind of getting that message, but you hear these reviewers say these things on here, like, oh, you know, that that's what's the most interesting part about it. Like they're trying to, you know, you know, um, you know, I guess walk that line, <laughs> but and it does. It, it, it's it's kind of like that. But then Mulan still identifies as a female who is infiltrating the Chinese military and lying to, lying to them about her her sex because only males are allowed to fight in China. And then she said she was a male, but she was a female. But she never once said that. Oh, I I identify as a I identify as a male because you know uh, I am you know I am genderless. Or something, or I, or I am transgender. Nothing like that. Nothing. I mean, maybe they're kind of pushing that, but the the, the original stories about that, you know, and it doesn't push transgenderism. There's no agenda to make anything about transgenderism, but this reviewer is just like in love with it, in love with actually that part. So I don't know. Anyway, it's not just this one review, by the way. It's a it's like a ton of ton of them are just reviewing it this way. So um, anyway, I am done with my podcast for today. I really don't have much more to say about this. Um, I wish I had more to talk about. Uh, should you watch it? Yeah, I would say, yeah, it's not that bad. So go ahead and do it. I'm, you know, what am I watching right now? Um, I just finished Harley Quinn, working on Scooby-Doo, uh, Mystery Inc. on um, Netflix, Voltron, I still have to finish that up. I actually have to finish up the Supernatural series. Um, if you haven't watched the Supernatural um, television series on CW, it's very good. I think they have 15, episodes, uh, 15 seasons on, on top of Netflix, and every single one of them are really great. Um, that is, uh, I guess, a series that you can binge on, and from the first episode, you'll be hooked. So if you have time, watch Supernatural. You know, Season 1, Episode 1, start there in the beginning, and you're going to be hooked, trust me until the very end and you got 15 seasons 15 long seasons and um i still have to finish up because it did end by the way it didn't get canceled it's one of those it's i think it's the longest running science fiction series right now of all time it passed star trek did it pass star trek well star trek did it i think it did pass star trek with all of the star treks put all it together pretty cool huh anyway that's about it for today and i will catch you around Monday, I'm taking a break tomorrow, so um, Monday I'll start podcasting, podcasting barbecue to movies, and then uh, hopefully I have some barbecue to talk about. I think I want to talk about biking as well. You know, my cousin told me, hey, you should talk about biking on here because you're, you know, you have a lot of knowledge on that. And uh, yeah, I think I'll talk about biking. I know a lot of you guys out there are biking. Uh, I come from a pretty colorful background of biking. I used to do uh, trick and stunt, trick and stunt riding, and um, I was. Little small kind sponsored, you know, not big time, big time, all right, not big time sponsored, small kind, and um, and then I also am a road biker right now, so I like to bomb these hills with my hair on fire. I think the fastest I've ever been was sixty three miles per hour down a hill, and that's pretty fast on a road bike to, to let you know. Okay, that is it for now, and I will talk to you soon, and uh, that's about all. Bye.